Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. And welcome into another episode of Conduits of Trouble, Zolgad and Scoggins, as always. Okay, Chip, I'm I'm going to give you a choice because there is so much going on right now of where you would like to start. We've got Gophers, we've got Wolves, we've got Vikings, top three. Which one do you want to start with? Well, since I'm going to Kansas City Mm -hmm. this weekend to cover game, let's start there. Okay. Eight games left. Yes. After Chicago, it looked like... The house was on fire. Um, it was. And we, we are recording this on Thursday. This morning we uh, found out that Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Month. Things have turned yeah. around. The Vikings have won four consecutive games. W- what is your realistic expectation for the final eight games in which the Vikings are going to play four of them, I believe, in prime time, mm-hmm. which has been Kirk Cousins' kryptonite at times? And uh, I wouldn't say the schedule is... Super hard, but no. it's pretty good. It's decent. Yeah, it, it looks different now than it did when we... And I'm going to crack a pop. Yeah, go ahead. This is not a beer. <laughs> or you could do a beer. I wish it was a beer. Um, the schedule looks different now than it did beginning of the season. Obviously, you know, when you're, you're more than likely going to catch the Chiefs without Mahomes. Um, you know, Dallas, early in the on, well, they start they start 3-0, right? You're thinking, hey, they, yeah, they, be, great start. they yep. might be the best team in the NFC. So, yep. um but it's it's definitely going to be a challenge. Obviously, you got some tough road games. But um, it's funny. I, I said at the beginning of the year that I don't see a eleven win team in this division mm-hmm. because I thought everybody was just going to kind of beat up on each other. Heck, you might have two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, the divisions had more separation than I expected. Yeah, because with the Bears being awful. Yeah, the Bears aren't the Bears aren't very good. And Det- I mean, I never know what to make of Detroit. Yeah, to be fair, they're weird. But they're a weird team. But yeah, the Bears, the Bears being a well right now a dumpster fire. Yeah, throws a curveball. And the this. Packers, they're better than I thought. I st- I still don't know what to make of them. Like how good they are. I think defensively they're not fantastic, but they're much improved. Yeah. My question is, I mean, the Detroit game they got gifted. Yeah, yeah, but their they, offense now. But their offenses. And here, here's what makes this tough. I think we keep thinking, well, so-and-so's team is going to run into a tough batch of teams. But there really aren't no, there's any. not that out there. No. And I've never seen so many teams, at, if not actively dumping, yeah. just not any good. No. And I said before the year, I, I, I would pick the Vikings to win the vi- uh, division. I'll stick by that. I, I think yeah, it's fair. I think they're the best team in the division. I think Green Bay does now. but I think they're the most complete team. Because I think – you know what's funny, Judd? I was sitting there thinking about it. I, I tweeted something after – uh, this last game, or during this last game, or you know, it might have been 
my run-in uh, instant column where I said – where I was analyzing Zimmer's going for it on fourth down, and I said, I, you know, it's hindsight, but I probably would have punted there because there was no way that rookie quarterback uh, was going to lead him 70-whatever yards for a touchdown against a good defense. And somebody tweeted me and said, why, do, why does all the re- media in this town still call him a good defense? The Vikings are good defense. And I looked up – they're third in the NFL in scoring defense. I they're know. giving up – where, where is this perception that they're not... Because Rhodes is struggling so much. Because of Xavier Rhodes? I, I honestly they, think that's the starting point. I are, know it sounds crazy. They are fifth in I know. yards allowed and third in points. I mean, I this know. is... A, and I love tough. the fact that you mentioned that because I said, and I keep saying this, if this is going to be a play a team that makes a playoff run, we're going to be talking about their defense. Yes. Like, we, get, we become so fixated on the offense. Can the offense do... As long as Mike Zimmer is head coach of this team, if this team wins a championship, yeah. it's going to be predicated. It's going to start with, with that defense. Yeah, and I, I'm with you. I, you're probably right because Rhodes has given up some plays and some and There's some a legitimate panic about him that I understand, but I think it's overshadowing how good what you just said. Everything, everything else has been. I mean, they're giving up 16 points a game. I know. It's crazy. So, I know. Um, so they do have a good defense, and the offense now I think is – Mike Rand from my paper wrote about it, and he's true. Like they can win shootouts. I think. I don't think you want to do that every every week. Don't you think it depends on the? It depends on the team. But again, there's a lot of teams like Kansas City's not going to stop you, right? No, no, their their defense is horrible. They got yeah, some, they got some key injuries. So, um, but it, I, I think we said it last week that I'm, I'm Vikings fans probably aren't, and the Vikings definitely aren't bummed. But I'm bummed that Mahomes is not going to play because how often do you get to see him play in person? Absolutely. You know, and so I, I was like, he's the one guy when I when we figured out the schedule, like he's the one player I was like, man, I'm really excited to see him play, you know, because he's such a transcendent talent, you know. Uh, but it had been interesting to see if he played, and they haven't ruled him out yet, and, but I think it's just kind of the NFL sub, well, if he does, subterfuge. And if he does play, he's not well, going to be nearly as mobile as it, he is if he's healthy. That and they had three offensive linemen out last week. Are you really going to put your franchise player behind a backup offense line, and I do want to against see, that defense. And I do want to see the Vikings tested as much as possible. Sure, because I I still haven't decided completely. Like you beat four, you you won yeah. four consecutive games. Yeah, but the Giants aren't good. Philadelphia's game plan was bizarre. Yeah, um, I I honestly think that defensively, the team that had the best game plan against you was Washington. Mm-hmm. Their personnel is just not any good. Yeah, and they, I mean, yeah, they had a, and but Stefanski's. And Kubiak have really found a rhythm with this offense now, albeit against. Right. What they have done is exploited weaknesses big time. Mm-hmm. Whether it's hey we're going to air it out or we're going to just pound Alvin. So, um, I think Judd, I think they're legitimately one of the best teams in the NFC. I just I had them. We, we on our Ventline show rank the conference. I had them fourth this week. Yep. But then after that. A line because, like, I think the those drop off. Yeah, I saw so be, because the Vikings didn't play on Sunday. I, I watched games all day. Mm-hmm. San Francisco's legit. Yes, like I didn't know for sure. You just don't see them. That defense, yeah. though, yeah. the the offense is incredibly well run. Yeah, because Shanahan's um, sure offensive guru, but that defense is damn good. Yeah. So I moved them to first. I put the Saints second. Mm-hmm. I put Green Bay third, but they could switch with the Vikings. But after that. Yeah, Seattle was fifth, but I drew a line. I said I think those are the four best teams in the. I conference. do too. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think there's a pretty significant drop off after that. Um, 
I think the Saints are very legit too. I mean, it, yes. it may wind up going through New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, which, as we know, it's a difficult <laughs> place to play a it's championship a difficult game. Place. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I just, I mean, this this will be a, we'll know more about them, but I, I don't want to discredit what they've done by saying, oh, they're playing bad teams because that's not fair. Because and there's a that, lot of bad teams. That's, that's what the that's, NFL is. That's my comeback. Is there are a lot of bad teams. Sure. So, so like, there's no stretch where you're going to go through three juggernauts. No, I mean it's it just doesn't happen. Yeah, it's sort of my complaint when we, people talk about the uh, Gopher schedule too. It's like, oh, they haven't played. Like, well, you don't play Alabama every week. It's just like right. you don't play the Saints every week. And you're playing teams in your conference. Yeah, I mean this you is. You know what? It's it's the same exact t- discussion that we talked about all all uh, summer long with the Twins. Yeah, the AL Central stunk. Yeah, but those are your opponents. So what are you gonna do? But I do want to see, for the Vikings' sake, I want to see as many healthy teams and star players as possible go against them. Yeah, because I'm just curious. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, Thielen missed his last game, but they're pretty healthy. The Vikings, and yeah. they haven't had their bye yet. So I mean, this is sort of a mini bye when you play that Thursday night game. So, but it'll be. I mean, the thing is, Kansas City. Even with Matt Moore, they're good offensively. I mean, because they have, you know, Tyreek Hill and the and the rookie uh, Harmon, uh, the second round pick yeah. from Georgia. I mean, those are maybe the two fastest wide receivers. In well, Tyreek Hill is the fastest player in the NFL, and Harmon ran like a four three at the combine. Sammy Watkins is super fast. Oh, He's just not as fast as the other guy. Kelsey's a great tight end, and so I, I watched that that whole Green Bay game, and Andy Reid's going to do things creatively to try to get Tyreek Hill matched up on bar or mm-hmm. one of these fast guys on a linebacker or Kelsey on a mismatch. So he, I mean, he's a really good play car and, and scheme. That, that's the thing. It's going to be a, a pretty fun chess match to watch Zimmer's defense. Oh, against it's going to be Andy. great. I mean, this is kind of You're right. two two guys who are really good at their jobs mm-hmm. and, and creating schemes and creating mismatches. And so even though Mahomes is probably not going to play – I don't think it's like, oh, we can just take advantage of because Mahomes on. No, they got really good wide receivers and, and running backs, and they'll figure out a way to get him the ball. And the fact that Matt Moore is back now is just one of my absolute favorite <laughs> stories. This guy was coaching high school high school football, and Reed came back and said, you don't want to be retired? Come back and play, and now he's starting. Well, what a league. If you were if you were a quarterback, though, and Andy Reed called you and said, hey, Here's oh, my system. Yeah. Here's my skill, guys. You want to play? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm no, yeah, up. I'm back. Especially as a backup, I'd be like, yeah, I could yeah. get to watch Patrick Mahomes play 16 games. Yeah, yeah. I'm. But I, 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 sign me up. I don't think that. Um, I just don't think the Chiefs' defense is very good at all. No, and so I think that's Spags now. You know, yeah, Steve yeah, Spagnuolo's coordinating. Yeah, I know, Chili's old buddy. Well, it's interesting that Zimmer said they're blitzing like all the time now. So I wonder if that's kind of like. Let's go for broke, and maybe we get a sack and create a third and whatever. Right. We may give up some big plays, but also... Do you think the Vikings' offensive line, personnel-wise, for the most part, is fixed? Or do you think somebody's going to come... I mean, there's clearly... Long-term fix or fixed for the year? Fixed for the year. I don't even care about the long-term. But I'm just... You know, those first few games in Bradbury was was so rough and was so bad. And it feels like the last four games, they've... they've, Elf line was not good. No, he was not. I wouldn't say no. He's good in run... Yeah, I mean, they're pass protection wise. No, yeah, I mean, they're they're really good. But at how like, fixed do you think they are, or if there's something exploitable that someone's going to come back and get at? I think there's, I think they're definitely susceptible against the pass rush. Um, but I think you're seeing Stefanski um, mitigate that the best that he can with with. Quick screens with moving the pocket, yes. play action, try to slow down the pass rush, stuff like that yep. 
to to try to protect him a little bit versus hey let's seven step drop and try to throw the ball deep i mean i just right. don't think that that's i think they realize okay is we still can't they couldn't I'm do just, it last year they still can't do it but i think curious. i think they're mixing it up yeah i'm just curious if someone's going to come back with a defensive scheme now and some of these opponents the last four games basically haven't had the personnel the personnel yeah. or, the, or the ability to yeah but if there's a team that they're going to hit but you know kc defense is a struggle Seattle Dallas is good yeah, D- Dallas could be the team because Seattle's a struggle. Yeah, Denver, I have no idea, but I think well, they still got to face the Bears. But again. I think they're about to quit. Yeah, yeah. But here's your thing: is among teams that they could face in the second half who might have quit by then, Denver, which looks like it's bailing. Yeah, Joe Flacco, basically before he got hurt, said you suck I know. to his own team. I know. He said your coaching staff, my offensive coordinator, <laughs> and he had, basically he said have some guts, <laughs> and they had a, and now he's out four to six weeks. Um, by the time the Vikings see the yeah. Bears, the Bears might be completely checked out. Yeah, yeah, the Bears are a mess. The I mean, Trubisky thing. Yeah, is, that's. Uh, I don't think it's I think, salvageable. No, I, and I think the sooner they realize they screwed up with the first round pick, that's the thing. I mean, teams, it's it's a tough deal because you don't when you spend a first round pick on a quarterback, you don't want to just cut bait one season into or two seasons. Overall, they traded up. I know. In a in the Watson with Mahomes the draft, I know, I know. This makes Ponder look like a oops. I know. Oh, it's too bad about that. Yeah, this is a his is That's a, a little yeah. Yes, but it's but I think it's also the teams that can say, you know what, man, we swung and missed big time. We got to move on because mm-hmm. I I just don't see you can sit here and hold out hope that Trubisky improves and becomes a franchise quarterback, but what evidence has he given you to to this point? When they had to go back, uh, and I, I saw this in the past couple of days, Matt Nagy sat him down and said, I want you to go back and watch the TV copy of Sunday's game to see your demeanor. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> How much does that remind you of like a ponder conversation? Yeah, exactly. Like when you're when it's you're frightening that you when you're grabbing at straws of your body language was really bad. Watch the TV watch copy. The TV. Yeah. That's not me, coach. Yeah. So well, no, that is you. And and Nagy you know, he wanted to take a knee because he didn't trust his quarterback not to screw it up to get, you know, that that's what that came down to. Of course, and then his kicker couldn't hit a 41-yard field goal, yeah. which, by the way, is, yeah. Know, so, so they're going to be done. Um, but their defense is still, I mean, I bet they have some professional pride on there. They're still going to, offense might be. I don't think professional pride only goes so far when your quarterback's Yeah, probably, yeah. Awful. But, yeah, so they, they uh I mean, so you got eight games or what, six and two? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like I said, I think you're going to have now, I think you're going to have probably two teams with 11 wins in this division. It almost feels too safe. I will say. I mean, I've been here before and been like, oh, they're in great shape. And then. Yeah. But it feels like one of those years where they're starting to catch breaks. Yes. Mahomes. Yes. Um, well, just like the Gophers haven't played a quarterback. Yeah. Everyone gets hurt before or during their <laughs> I game. I know. And it's just. You know, you're catching teams with, with – and this is what part of the NFL is, is it's all circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, you catch yes. a team with a ton of injuries in the in the secondary, take advantage of them and just throw – you know. And, yes. you, and then they don't adjust. You don't ever apologize for someone else's misery because guess what? It's going to happen to you eventually. And they play a dumb game. Yeah. The, you know, that Philadelphia game plan defensively, I still have no clue what Jim Schwartz is trying to do. Yeah. No. All right. I've got a – I've got a Bears fix, not for 2019, but 2020 for you. I want to run this by you. Mm-hmm. There's a certain backup quarterback in New Orleans <laughs> yeah. who's been ultra successful. Yeah. And he wins football games, and I think he's pretty damn good. 
and he doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I do believe it's a crime that that Teddy is not playing starting yeah. somewhere because I got to because we got to watch all of this garbage around this league yeah. of starting quarterbacks, and they've got Breeze and and Teddy. Uh, so here's my thought process: If you're the Bears for 2020, so and, sure. and his, his contract is up, why not Teddy? Yeah, and here's the here's the key factor in that. Good team. What is the age of their defense? It's well, and those windows are always short. You're right. The age of their defense is. I mean, they have some young guys, but they also have yeah. some veterans on there that Absolutely. that your window's open now. So you can say, well, we could draft again, Mm-mm. but then you're you're going to go through the whole growing pains again. Or you can go out and get a established veteran yep. who you like, yep. and say, you know what. I don't know whatever Bridgewater ceiling is, whatever they think it is. At least he's better than Trubisky and, and Miles better than Trubisky. Absolutely. And you have a defense that's built to win now. Correct. And so basically one position is sabotaging that team. I mean, it's the Viking story to a certain angle, right? Yes. This is the far. Right. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. But just fill in the piece. Yeah. And Teddy is not going to. He's not going to be Favre. He's not going to be Favre, but he's also not going to make stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. He's going to be solid. I mean, right now, the the Bears are a good quarterback right now from being extremely competitive in 2019. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be... They're just a dumpster fire because their quarterback's awful. And, Correct. And, and that makes the head coach look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Teddy, if you look at, at his possible landing spots... Yeah. Okay, the, the Dolphins tried to, to get him last March, mm-hmm. and he said no, but he's not going there now because they're going to draft two, right? Yeah, yeah they're going to... They're tanking for two. Yeah. Right. So if you think about the available jobs, I think the Bears job makes a mm-hmm. ton of sense. And, and okay, if Breeze – I do think that if, if the Saints win the Super Bowl with Breeze, he does retire, Teddy stays there. But short of that, if, if you're Breeze, you're looking at the guy with the Patriots. I don't think you're saying I'm done playing. No. And so you think if, if the Saints won the Super Bowl, Breeze – I think he might retire then. That could change. Maybe, the yeah, that could he change. He might be like, okay, that was great. And maybe – that's the thing. Maybe Teddy's – Sitting there thinking, well, why would I want to leave here? Because Breeze is not going to play till he's forty-five. But I just Brady could change that dynamic of guys yeah. of guys like Breeze saying, "I'm still really good." And and also these guys aren't dumb, Chipper. They watch this league. Yeah, the quarterback play is not very good. And the other thing is, has Teddy had a big bite at the apple yet in terms of contract? No, 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 not even close. So, and I don't know. I think he showed he took en- another one-year deal. Yeah, I think he showed enough in that. Um, and that stretch with that breeze that people can put the whole injury and how would he? I mean, yeah, he's back. He's he's you yes. know he's fine. He's back to being Teddy. So I, I would assume he would probably get a pretty significant deal, right? Agreed. And so if he hasn't had that one big bite of the apple, I think he'd probably have to take it, right? For the financial security, absolutely. But I'm trying to think of where could he land if if the if breeze continues to, to play because I don't think as as cold. Hearted as Sean Payton seems, I think if Bree says I'm coming back, Payton's like, okay, great. Well, yeah, he's so he's not going to tell him no. No, no, you're no, not no. coming. Those back. two are married. We're, we're going yeah. to Teddy. Um, and so if you go through that list of where Teddy could go, the Bears seem to me to be yeah, a pretty who, good option. And you would want to. I mean, you would want. Yeah, that, you know, for sure, it's a good option because you're going to my Flor- team- My Florida question is Tampa Bay because I think they're, they're going to move on from, from Jameis. Tampa Bay could be an, an option too. But to go back to your point. If you're Teddy and you're 26 or so, so you're young, but you're not 21, and you want to win, yeah. You know, if I go to the Buccaneers, yeah, I like Bruce Arians, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a kind of a mess. I think Chicago could turn yeah. around at the especially if you look at that defense. 
if you look at that yeah. defense. I mean, he any quarterback's going to look Mack. at it. Yeah, any quarterback's going to look at it as like, wait a second. I mean, you got a top five defense. I know, and a, you know, I'm just saying. I don't think that that Teddy's a spiteful guy, but let's just say it might be fun to come back to the <laughs> north. Back, and, yeah. Watch Zim cry two knows days a year when he knows he's watching his quarterback now playing for the uh, Chicago Bears. That would be some mixed emotions for Zim, right? Be some great storylines for us. Oh, and Mike's great. a Chicago area guy, right? Uh, Zimmer, Zimmer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it, a, uh, Lockport. He probably grew yeah. up a Bears fan. Oh yeah. And now Teddy, his guy, is playing for his <laughs> old team that he's got to coach against him. I just the the more I thought about that, short of Breeze retiring and Teddy mm-hmm. staying uh, with the Saints. I thought the Bears make a lot of sense, and Teddy is Teddy's perfect for that environment too. Because when when it does turn to n- November and December, he's not going to make dumb mistakes. He's, he's played re- in it. He's yeah. really efficient. Yeah. So yeah, just a thought. Uh, go for football. Yeah. All right. We are we are now as I said recording this on Thursday. We'll talk plenty next week about sure. the Penn State game because the Gophers and Penn State are off. Uh, but I went on Saturday. And I, I know that you are TCF Bank Stadium as well, Chip. This is impressive. Yeah. At some point in time, you just have to say, this is impressive. And that offense is really good. Fleck can really coach o- offense. Mm-hmm. And as you've talked about, too, the coordinator's good. But when you are blowing teams out, yeah. and you, granted, they might be bad teams, but you are, and you previously lost to, to those teams or had bad games against them. But when you are running through them like their butter. Yeah. And that's the thing, and I tweeted it out, is that, yes, these are bad teams, but we saw Wisconsin lose to Illinois. Mm-hmm. We saw Kansas State beat Oklahoma. Upsets happen all the time in college football, and the Gophers are just absolutely pounding these teams. I mean, it's not like they're just squeaking by. They're destroying them. Right. And so, does that mean you're going to beat Penn State? No, but it it, it, it feels different because... Well, it feels different for a couple of reasons. This defense is not messing around. I mean, they actually have some playmakers over there now. I mean, they've given up in four their last four Big Ten games. They've given up two defense or two offensive touchdowns, mm-hmm. and so and or, or apologize three. And all three of those came in garbage time, fourth yeah. quarter. And so they're you know the one last week was against the backups. So and the offense is really good, um, and just the way they're kind of going about it, they're not. Fleck has had them ready to go from the jump, and they're not messing around with these bad teams. They're not playing down to their competition. They're not, which is, by the way, which super is, impressive because how many teams have we oh, seen play every down year. competition every year? And this is across the board in sports. Yeah, and it that was going, you nuts. Yeah, and it's that was kind of led into the you know uh, flex that last year. Oh, you don't ever apologize for wins when they would play down to your competition. You'd be like, man, it just, you know, they won, but it didn't feel like much to cheer about or feel positive about or whatever. And so now it's just like, they're putting their foot down and just, you know, zooming away. So, um, so I think they're a good team. I want to see like what the ceiling is and we'll, we'll get a better idea. But I mean, these last four games, I mean, Penn State, I think, is really good. I think they're deserving. I mean, they are fast. Their offense is really fast, and their defensive line is good. They're second nationally in in scoring defense. Wow. So this is going to be, you know. Zim would be proud. This is going to be this, this is going to be an interesting matchup for their offense to go against that defensive line and that defense. Um, but Iowa doesn't seem like, I mean, you're playing at Iowa, so that's always tough, but it doesn't seem like it's impossible. Right. Northwestern's horrendous. They got the worst-ranked offense uh, 
scoring offense. They're winless in football. conference, right? Yeah. They haven't won a conference game. They, they, they're ranked last in scoring offense. 130 teams. They're dead last. Wow. Um, and then Wisconsin uh, here. Obviously, Wisconsin doesn't look like, you know, the machine that it did early in the year, and you get them at home. So, I mean, 9-3, and 10-2 on the top side? Yep. I mean, it feels – I see, I, I think – I think nine and three should be the floor now. I mean, I think you absolutely have to go to Northwestern to win, and it's just mm-hmm. whether, you know, whatever you do in those other three games. So, do do you think among those last four games, do you think Penn State is the toughest game? Yes. Yeah. Wisconsin second toughest. Mm-hmm. Iowa. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I, Penn State to me definitely is the toughest. I was talking to Dave Campbell, AP, about this yesterday. Yep. It's sort of a toss up that Iowa and Wisconsin. Because of you know you're at Iowa, so that's obviously tougher. And Wisconsin's better than Iowa, but you get them at home. So flip a coin on that one. Which one's tougher? You know, Northwestern's obviously the easiest of that group. I want the Rose Bowl. That's all I want, Chip. Yeah, it's interesting. That's I'm glad small, you looked that small up. Small thing, that, that, just a small thing. Pasadena. So that that you know that they could, if they got to Indy, that yes. the Rose Bowl and, and Ohio State goes to the, the playoffs. But this is why the Penn the State Bowl. game is huge. Very big. Very because much so. if they that could be a tiebreaker. So if they if they go to the conference championship game in Indianapolis, which I believe December seventh is that correct? Yeah, first Saturday that next weekend. Okay, yeah. so if they go to that game and they lose, which I think they would, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say yeah. that they they would lose to Ohio State. That they then are champions of the Western Division, but that doesn't give them the no. the berth because the Rose Bowl committee because they're not part of the national semifinals for the playoffs sure. now. They can pick their team. Mm-hmm. So the Buckeyes are, are I'm almost positive, yeah. going to ascend to the playoff. So at that point in time, they can pick the Gophers if they want, but they could also pick Penn State. Yeah. So that's where that Penn State game yeah. on November 9th becomes absolutely enormous. Because if you beat them, yeah. you're in pretty good shape. Because then Penn State still has to play at Ohio State. Yep. I think that's 23rd. 23rd, yeah. Right. So if they had two losses and you'd beat them. Now, the only, the only issue would be is if you played Ohio State and got if you beat Penn State, played Ohio State, and got obliterated, yeah. the Rose Bowl might come back and be like, "Well, Penn State's going to draw more fans, so we're going to take that." Well, one. that yeah, they could do that. For but sure. there's a fighting chance here. Yeah, yeah, there's a fighting chance. Well, I would say this: as much as we've heard in this town about the lack of Rose Bowl and the the history of not going there and blah 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 blah, if they were to get picked for that, I don't think attendance would be a problem. I would agree. I would so, agree. No, I'm just saying the committees are weird. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying that, that they yeah. shouldn't go. I'm I'm saying that committees can be very very uh, finicky. Mm-hmm. That's the right yeah. word. But, it's, I mean, it's going to be – I'm interested to see their, their the Gophers offense against that defense. And then also and the other side, too, is like Penn State's wide receivers are really fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that will be a good matchup for Rossi's defense and see how that secondary can, um, you know, kind of handle that speed. Is Tanner Morgan, the Gophers quarterback, underappreciated? Because I feel like, and I know Bateman's yeah. unbelievable, and Johnson, and yeah. Ottman Bell, is that correct? Yep. And the running backs are very good. But, you know, Chip, for all that we've ragged on quarterbacks in this sure. town, college quarterbacks, and and granted, they have not had all of these assets to work with because these guys are really good, but... Mm-hmm. I also feel like we like this kid doesn't really screw up much. No, and he well, gets and he distributes the ball pretty well. Yeah, it's funny because feel like we I feel like we are not at least appreciating the fact that the quarterback play isn't costing you. I think it's because he's one. He was the backup, 
and he was going to be the backup this year. I think most people around the program thought he would probably, you know, not win the job again. Not big, doesn't throw it far. And there are times, you know, his accuracy, like the first half at Rutgers was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Quite honestly. I mean, yeah. it was like there's passes all over. So you're sitting there thinking, man, how good is he? But the guy just wins. And then he makes clutch plays. And we've seen some bad quarterback play here over the years, you know. Yes. And so um, there's something to be said, too, about a guy just like, Making the easy play look easy, and he—I think he does that for the most part. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, slants and screens and those type of things, just put it on their money, on their numbers, and let guys make plays. Yeah. And I think he does that. You know, and they—they they are good enough to go get it. And they're yeah, and all so, three of those guys are. So I, I think kind of his his mistakes. Sometimes you're like, whoa, you know, what was he looking at? He'll throw it into double coverage and he gets picked off or whatever. I mean, he's had what? But I feel like he does. He had two pick sixes and, you know. Yeah. I just, I don't, I just, we've so often talked yeah. about what was Mitch Leidner thinking? And yeah. it was just, and he cost you this. And they cost, this kid doesn't, and this is uh, probably damning with faint praise, but he doesn't scare me. No, no. Like, no, he doesn't no, make no. plays where I'm like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> No. Oh, what were you doing? No. And he when he gets, you know, heck, he had a game where he was 21 to 22 or 22 to 23, yeah. whatever it was. Um, no, I think he's I think he's a good college quarterback. What, what's the biggest surprise right now about this team to you? What didn't you see coming? Defense. That it was just I, I, yeah. stout? Yeah. I I thought they're, they're – I had concerns because I didn't know about their defensive line. They had, you know, new guys inside. I mean, Sam Rainer had been here, but yep. – uh, Do Treadway was new, a transfer. They didn't generate a lot of pass rush last year. You know, it's historically not been a great area for them. Um, But they, I mean, Cara Coffin leading that group, I mean, he's, they're generating a lot of pressure. And and, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. being healthy for the entire year, too. Yeah, but. Game changer. Yeah, well, I mean, to me, they got. They got NFL players on all three levels. I think Carter Coughlin is going to be an NFL player. Kamal Martin's definitely going to be an NFL player, and I think Winfield definitely will be. I mean, that's I mean, is Martin back for the Penn State game for sure? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think he's he out Maryland. Yeah, I think he's. I, well, I don't want to say for sure, but it sounds like they didn't think it was that as bad as it could have been. And he's really good. Yeah, he's been their best. Him or Winfield or, or Carter. I mean, those three have been you know really played at a high level. So I think the defense. Probably is the biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, just how I mean, I don't care who you're playing, backup quarter, what back, whatever. Would you give up three touchdowns in four weeks in college football? That's pretty darn good because college football is just designed to give up. Right, mean, everybody averages thirty points. You know, and we certainly saw it last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Before they made the coordinator change. Offensively, I don't know if there's really a surprise. I mean, Tanner, the way he's played. But I, I don't know if I, was, I would say I'm surprised by that. I mean, maybe he's been a little bit better than I thought. Yeah. But, um, but the wide receivers, we knew we were going to be good. Running backs, we knew Bateman's we were good. Bateman's probably a tick better than I thought. I, I knew he was yeah. really good. He, he's unbelievable. It doesn't – yeah, that one – you know, I saw him last year every game, and then when he came back and was had put on that weight, I'm like, he's going to be a, a load. You think the Vikings aren't salivating about those two kids, yeah, at least, Bateman and Johnson, and the yeah. potential of getting one of those as their third guy at some point here? I mean – can you imagine now? It's going to be interesting next year when with with Tyler gone, Bateman's going to get a ton of uh, attention yeah. from defenses. But I mean, Chris Ottman Bell and Demetrius Douglas, and they're going to have other wide receivers that are going to. Is that where, where does Johnson get drafted? Do you think what round do you think he gets drafted? Uh, third, fourth, okay. something like that. 
I don't. I saw. Did somebody have a mock draft? I had him in. Was it Kuiper? Somebody had him in the first round. I don't. I don't know if it's that. I don't know. Yeah, I would say two to four. But if you're the Vikings, a kid like that, man, yeah, be a nice third receiver to have. Yeah, maybe third round. Something. I think Bateman has. Bateman could be a first round. Pick. He could be a first or second he continues rounder. I think, on yeah. this path, he could yeah. be a first round because he he gets everything. And he's fast, and he's yes. big, and he's strong, and he he goes. He's one of these the guys middles. right now. You yeah. literally throw the ball up there, and he can go get it. Yeah, yeah. He has that special quality where when he's covered, he's going to come down with a one handed one at you know. So right. yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Your thoughts on the Wolves and Sixers <laughs> last night? I don't want to talk, talk about the game. But yeah, Wolves off to a nice start, three zero. Uh, going into that game in Philadelphia, they lost. But your thoughts on yeah. Carl Anthony Towns finally telling Joel Embiid, enough is enough. I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm not a fan of fights and games because I think it's, you know, there could be suspensions. That's, we could spill into the stands. It's just, I mean, I'm just not a, you know, fan of fights. Mm-hmm. However, in this, case, a, Smith. in this case, <laughs> in this case, I sort of, I liked it because I, I felt like it was Towns finally saying enough of this soft stuff and enough of this yes. being bullied, or if that's the right word, by... Because Embiid has, has done this for years with him, right? Yes. Like, he thinks that he, you know, he just kind of has this control over whatever, over Cat, where he's in his mind or in his head or whatever. That's his he forte. Says, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the bully and I, you are going to listen to me. I'm living in your head, that type thing. And, yes. And after every game, like, he would post something on social media about cat or whatever. So like I said, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm don't really condone fighting. Cause I think it's, it could lead to bad things. You, you know, minimum, you might get a suspension or whatever. Sure. Your team that way, but he probably will get suspended. Yeah. He'll probably get oh, suspended. Oh. And, and I don't think he was throwing a punch. I think he was just trying to put him in a headlock cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, cause I think that'll be the term factor, whether he threw a punch. Um, well, they both should be suspended. They both. Yeah. At least one game, but, but you know what? Heck, Show a little fight, you I'm know. You. I mean, I thought it was great after the Jimmy Butler stuff last year. Show them you you know you're not going to get pushed around anymore. You, know, you may still be a bad team, but at least you're going to stand up for yourself. And Embiid is a classic bully in the sense that he's always pushing. Yes. Like he always wants to see how far. And you know, mm-hmm. and Cat. And plus, it, if I'm Ryan Saunders, I'm thrilled because Cat's my guy. Mm-hmm. He's my superstar, and most importantly, my team looks to him. And if you're always getting like. I don't know if punk intimidated is, is yeah. the right word, but if you're always being talked to and you're trying to take the high road, high road, at some point in time it's sports. You've yeah. got to just push back. Yeah. So I thought it was fantastic. And and to, to the point about fighting, what I liked about this is it had a definite purpose. Yeah. Like this was not him picking an arbitrary Houston Rocket on a, on a yeah. Wednesday night being like, okay, now I'm going to show him. Mm-hmm. Which you'd be like, okay, I don't really think... He had a specific plan and purpose there, mm-hmm. and I thought, good for him. That's fantastic because Embiid isn't going to stop it until you push back. Yeah. Like, he's it, just going to continue to – and this sends a message to the rest of the league, which says, I will now stand up for myself mm-hmm. and my team. Yeah, and, and – Loved it. I don't, you know, I don't think Towns went into the game thinking I'm going to get in a fight with him. I think it was just kind of – I know, think he probably thought enough is enough, though. If he does I will foul him hard maybe or yeah. I'm going to you – know. I'm not going to take it. Yeah, and – but you're, you hit the the point right too. Is that ta- this is Towns' teams? It's not Town and w- Towns and Wiggins no. anymore. And so they everybody's looking to him to set the tone of what this is going to be. Now you you know you still may not win a lot of games, but at least I think 
probably in, in the locker room, guys were like, all right, here we go. Yep. You know, that's well, our guy. That's our leader. Field, you know, when Jimmy Butler was pushing pe- people around, mm-hmm. and I was always amazed that nobody went after Butler at, at that infamous practice or something. I know. If I'd been Towns, I would have gone after him and said, come on, buddy, let's yeah. go. If, yeah. if you think I'm such a wimp. And like last year felt like so much backing down and meekness. And, well, it, you know, Tibbs was the meanest guy. It's like, what? It's your coach. Yeah. And remember the guy said, no, nah, you know, Jimmy's a good teammate. Never had a problem. And like, he just called you guys out. He said he could, you know, him, the, the third team from the YMCA or whatever that quote and then he was. Went to Rachel Nichols of ESPN yeah. and like laid it out for her of how he did this. I would have said, no, this is not going to fly. That's why you wondered, like, and I know Butler's, he's a star and he has a certain status, but. At some point, you thought somebody might take a swing at him I, in the locker room. I, I you know? wouldn't have blamed him. Yeah. And I thought it, I, I thought it should be Towns. Yes. Oh, so yeah, it's gotta be, like. It can't be Gorgie Jank. Right. I mean, it's got to be the lead guy who's, you know, hey, this is my team. Well, and he keeps saying it's not your team, it's not your team. And I would have said, yes, it is. But that's yeah. what he did last night. And so I really thought that, despite the fact they lost that game pretty convincingly, I really thought it turned a corner because, you know, they, they went in – to the same building was it last January and got absolutely destroyed and, but- with Butler? Yeah, and yeah. Butler destroyed him and it was just embarrassing and they again they sort of shrunk yeah. and then they hung their heads and walked away and went to, to the bus and Jimmy gave Ryan a what expensive bottle of wine and yeah. it's it's embarrassing yeah and last night to me you lost but it's not embarrassing no yeah and, and, and the thing and, is well here's the thing yeah. Philadelphia's really good I mean that they're team, great I can see that and I, I'd love to have Embiid you love I mean yeah. But he's, if he's doing that to your superstar, you have to exactly you have to push back. And this is the exact type of thing to uh, to go back to the playoff series a couple of years back against Houston that Barkley and those guys talked about, which is yeah. boy, cat doesn't there doesn't seem to be a lot of fight there at all. Yeah. And sometimes, not a lot, but sometimes I think you finally need to say, okay, now it's time. And that was becoming his reputation in the league, right? That yes, super skilled. Yes, but. Just kind of content with... Just passive. Yeah. yeah he was passive. seen as being passive. Well, and, and Butler sort of probably helped spread that message. The only thing know? I didn't like from both sides, but if I was uh, Saunders, I would tell Kat, uh-uh, don't go on Twitter. Well, don't go on Instagram. Yeah. Don't You don't need to... This ends on the floor. Yeah. This ends... The message is on the... I, I don't want... You know, all of this... Be, and for, for us, it's good. talking about yeah. it, it's fun to talk about. So from my end... Keep doing it, but if I'm involved here with the team, the one thing I would tell Cat is I'm proud of you. I thought you did the right thing, but let's knock the garbage off. Yeah, well, you wonder if the, Social if the NBA won't that won't be part of their edict when they now it should be when they when 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 because they're, they're both going to get suspended for one game or however many games I'm guessing. But um, I'm guessing Adam Silver would say, "Hey, knock off the." You know the cursing on social media, right. each other, and all that. Well, the behind nobody the, gains, nobody. and the behind-the-scenes stuff of Butler's told me, st- or yeah, that, you know, it's all yeah. Nobody wins in that. Situation. And plus, it's just embarrassing. Yeah, and it's childish. I mean, this is yeah. They're like <laughs> teenagers. You yeah, know. and I actually respected the fact that I felt that that Carl took a stand for himself and his team as an adult here. Yeah. Like, I know fight, fighting's ch- seen as childish, but yeah. this was a stand where I said, oh, okay, this is important. Yeah. So let's not then have, well, Jimmy, uh, you know, attach yeah. Jimmy to a message or something. Yeah. No. Yeah. And the only other guy, uh, when when the Wolves play the Heat now, the only other guy who, if he looks at me crossways, I'm going at, after mm-hmm. him is Jimmy Butler. Yeah. At some point, you get you wonder if there's going to be a reckoning on that relationship. There would be if it was me. Yeah. And I'm I'm speaking from a very hockey type standpoint, sure. But I think that this is one where mm-hmm. that sort of 
code or culture bravado actually yeah. translates. I hate nothing more than stage fights. Yeah. But there does but if the wolves are gonna sort of knock down barriers and walls here, to mm-hmm. me they're pretty clear. Yeah. Because this team gets zero respect. How do you get it? Sometimes yeah. you gotta be uh, a bleep. Yeah. Well it's one thing, yeah, you, you, you get it by winning, but when when I don't sound make this sound like too macho or whatever, but when the guys are like testing your manhood, you know, where hey, I live in your head and I can push you around and all that. At some point, you got to stand up, and so yes. that that was good to see Towns do that. And we'll see how you know was it just a blip or does this team get anything out of it? They become I like tougher the dire- defensively. I like do the they direction that they're going? Maybe they might not to- win a lot. Yeah, but I like their direction. Well, I, I will say this. And Towns has to be the guy. And and right now he is the guy. The one thing I appreciate, and they definitely have flaws on the roster, they play hard. Yes. I mean, Okogie, Towns. Right. By the way, he screws up at times. I love him. He, but he's going 100 miles an hour, which is – and how many times Tim Wolves in the past are you like, do they even care? I mean, what – Right. <laughs> just kind of going through the motions. Here's what's weird, Chipper. They, they are, in my mind right now, very much a hockey team. From a mentality standpoint, grinders. Yes, because yeah. a, a Kogi, yeah. Josh Kogi is, yeah, in some ways, Cal Clutterbuck. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same guy. Yep. And Covington brings some toughness. And Covington brings some toughness, but in some ways, and I like the fact that they feel like this feels like it. The people work together. Yeah. Well, I think they do. Like I think they got. You know, people made fun of the was it Bahamas they went to or whatever. Yeah. But I do think. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know why you'd make fun of that. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to. Listen, we made fun of them last year because they did. Remember, Jeff Teague showed up and yeah. and and gave that quote where he's like said something like, "Oh, you can see that team's been together all offseason." Yes. When we showed up to camp this first time, we saw we we ripped them in that. So now we're going to turn around and rip them for trying to. You know, it doesn't make sense. And but yeah, what they've done is fine. I yeah, mean, I mean, I they're like trying it. to be build something here, and that's how you do. And it. That's you what Ryan's there for. Yeah, and so I think it's a pretty tight knit group that mm-hmm. that likes each other, likes playing each other, has a good vibe around uh, around them. I mean, there obviously has limitations. I mean, but that's you know, that's on Gerson to, to fix that, right? Um, but I think, I think they're doing it the right way. Yes. Now they just got to improve the roster, but I think in terms of building chemistry and and cohesion and all that, they've got the right style now. Yeah. It's they can't shoot through. They need, straight, they need, but more, I like they need more shooters, but absolutely. But they're at least playing modern basketball. I think the most uh, if if you were to give me a or ask me for a list of like three to five things that are important here too, the more that you can get Wiggy to be great at the end of I don't even care if he's good for four quarters, and the yeah. more that I can build up a false perception that this guy might be good, yeah, because he is the one guy that I would look hard to try and move. Yeah, yeah, because I just don't think it's ever going to fully click, and we've seen yeah, him play. I don't, I don't, you know that first game against. The Nets, great ending, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's terrible the, game. It's weird. It's been a weird. Th- you did the column on the last. Yeah, and then, you know, I thought Ray that Sanders was bench the guy. Yeah, that was good. No, I know it was, but think about that for a second. Yeah. We're like early in the season of this is your reckoning. Yeah. This is you've got to do this. And Ryan Saunders, who who will do it, but I'm sure has no interest in doing it. Finally, yeah. finally, it's like I, I got to bench you. Yeah, and, and what and, does that get? Motivation. And the thing is, I don't know if him getting benched, you know, is related to the. Him hitting four threes at the end of the game or whatever. But, I think it is. But it, it could be. And I, I just like the fact that he said, Ryan said, hey, 
I know we're close. I know you respect me, but I can't have you out here turning the ball over and creating dumb fouls. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just not going to let you do it. Because in the past, Wiggins would just stay out there and, and have one of those long stretches where you're like, geez, he's you know killing he, him. He tipped his hand rookie year in Cleveland when, when the Cavs had traded him in the Kevin Love deal. And Andrew went into Cleveland and had that really good game. Mm-hmm. And afterwards was quoted as saying, this was a motivation game for me. <laughs> I play really hard in some games. It's like, you're a rookie, yeah. and I'll, I don't expect 82 <laughs> great ones from you, but you're telling me you're cherry-picking games. Yeah. So I think Ryan benching him had everything to do with him, yeah. and I think that's there. But you can't be going through. You can't be doing this all the time. Game three. It's not professional. Well, and it's just not professional. Yeah. And it's never going to click. Yeah. Like, it's never going to be like, oh, now i got to play hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. I mean, and maybe that's what the way they're looking at it, too, is like, if he can have a prolonged stretch, yep. a pretty good play. Hey, we try to move him. Absolutely, I'd move him. Well, it is. It is funny that if you could I do it? Have you noticed? Like though, they have said this is Towns' teams. And it, before it was like yeah. Batman and Robin, right? We got these two, but they this is everything. Even Gerson has said it, it's like everything we do is built around Towns. It's like so. There's no ambiguity about you know whose whose team it is, who no. how how they're building this thing. And so I don't want to say Wiggins is just another guy because he's a Max player, but but he is, but he sort right. of is. Right, he's he's a secondary. Well, how piece. long did it take for them to come to the conclusion that we did? You know, a year ago, yeah, a year and a half ago. Well, I think it's hard when you give a guy a max contract. You don't want him saying, "Yeah, you're not." You don't give a guy a max contract and say this is not your team. I mean, you're you're, you're no. giving a guy a max contract because you think that he's your star player. But, but it, it comes back to your point from earlier in this show about Trubisky. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, your executive staff has to be like, okay, this we, we missed, we screwed yeah. up. Yeah, like let's not prolong this. Yeah, because we're trying to say, and in in Cat, you've got a superstar, mm-hmm. and you've got a guy who clearly. I mean, that locker room has to know one thousand percent. This is the only guy. For sure. And, and I, I think they do. Oh, I think they do too. But yeah. just that message needs to be sent from every – to the locker room, mm-hmm. to the public, yeah. to the season ticket holder, to everybody. Yep. To the media. And they haven't been bashful about that either. I mean, Gerson's said that a number of times, right? Everything we do is with Carl in mind. Yeah. Well, he is very much – Gerson Gerson strikes me very very much as the guy who's next door. He strikes me very much as sort of a Falvey Levine type of guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't tell you a ton, but there's some things you can definitely tell that are – Tenants of how they're going about their business. Sure, and that's how. Yeah, he's. They're building it around towns, and he's said that from day one. All right. Before we wrap up here, how, how are your Vols doing? We are three and five. Oh, you've won three games. Is that right? Three and five. Yeah, you won three um, games. Yeah, we, this is a bad year when Chips lost track of. The yeah, we, we just beat South Carolina. Um, got UAB. Yep. So I don't think we'll get to a bowl What's game. South Carolina story. I don't. I watched know. them beat Georgia. Yeah, it's a weird team. Yeah, weird team, but. Yeah, I mean, that was a good win. And so, bowl game, you got to get three more wins. We should beat UAB, UAB, and then you got it. I don't know who, I know we have Kentucky left. Um, be a stretch. But then that's what, you know, that's the thing. If you come just short, you think about those two games at the beginning of the season. Yep. It's like, ah. But we're improving. I will are, say are you improving? We, we're improving. Are the coach no yeah. longer in trouble? We got to figure out the quarterback situation. But we are. It's always important. Most important position in sports. <laughs> That's what they tell me. Probably. <laughs> All right, Chip Scoggins. Thank right, you right. very much. That is uh, Conduit to Trouble. We will uh, talk to you next week.